What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Saturday, July 4th. Yes, it's episode number 100 as well. This is a jam-packed show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited because today we're going to break down... The NFC South. Who are the winners and losers from the NFL Draft? What does the depth charts look like? And we'll also go over my player projections. So, just want to say happy 4th of July. Hope everyone is having a good one. Please be careful when setting off fireworks. We don't want anyone to have a JPP incident where, you know, you blew off your thumb or something. So, my family and I... We're going to spend it at home, somewhat quarantining, since we just received a second lockdown order here in California. Plus, all the county fireworks, they've been canceled. Bummer. But, uh, you know, so no fireworks for us. Um, But I was able to get the pool done. We finished the backyard. It's like 90% done, almost there, but the pool's up. And we'll spend a nice warm day swimming and barbecuing in our backyard and just having a good time just with the family. So I know the doggos will be happy because we'll be at home <laughs> for the 4th of July for like the first time in four years. So that'll be fun. If you're wondering where you can follow the show, check out the show notes. I have provided links in the notes below. That is Twitter and Facebook are at Fantasy Knockout. Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. There is a Patreon uh, link there as well. That's where you can support the show financially if you if you would like to. And also check out the website, fantasyknockout.com. Ready to talk some news? News with views. So to start it off, quarterback Cam Newton, who's a free agent, he signs a one-year deal with the New England Patriots worth up to $7.5 million. I like this a lot. It instantly boosts all the New England players' fantasy values. Um, also there was news about the Patriots being fined like $1.1 million and they lose their 2021 third round pick for their involvement of Spygate 2.0, you know, the, the filming of the Bengals sideline last year. It's funny how they announced their news about Cam Newton signing with their team 15 minutes before the NFL hands out their punishment. Pretty savvy there, Uncle Bill. Um, next is Commissioner Roger Goodell. The NFL has elected not to hold a supplemental draft this year or this summer. Um, also, the NFL has also uh, officially decided to reduce the preseason to two games. The league will scrap exhibition weeks one and four. I am a fan of this. Uh, I've been wanting to eliminate two preseason games from you know before this whole COVID thing. Um, most teams didn't even really take all these games that much seriousness to begin with so um i know the league was voting or they they have voted to or no no not the league the uh the players association voted to scrap all preseason games so we'll see if the league holds that up or not uh next is tight end david njoku of the cleveland browns he has requested a trade despite the browns wanting to keep him um, his future was always kind of in question as, you know, after the Browns signed uh, Austin Hooper to a four-year contract. There are rumors that Dallas might be interested, but I don't think that's going to happen because they have too many players that need new contracts already. And for him to trade there, he'd get a new contract. It's just there's not enough money right now 
uh, on their cap and stuff. So I don't see that happening. And then the last bit is the Washington Redskins. Um, they're going to undergo a thorough review of the team's name. Uh, I know a couple days ago, um, well, first off, the owner, Dan Snyder, he's remained insistent for like about two decades that he would never change the team's name. But, you know, in recent stands by several of the companies, FedEx, Nike, and the committee overseeing the site for the new RFK Stadium, um, they have since forced his hand. So I, it's interesting with all that's going on right now, too, and just being PC, I'm sure they will bend and change the name. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. I, I assume they'll do something patriotic since they're going to stay there in D.C. So I don't know. We'll see what they come up with. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, so today we're going to go over the NFC South, and we're going to go again in alphabetical order. And then when I'm talking about the player, uh, there are the league settings. It's half point reception, so half PPR, um, just to give you guys a heads up. So to start it off is going to be the Atlanta Falcons, and they had seven draft picks, and they didn't spend any on any of them on offensive side except for a center in the third round. Uh, they bring in running back Todd Gurley in free agency, who I thought was a great sign, great addition to this team. They let tight end Austin Hooper walk. I was a little shocked with that. But then, then they go out and sign Hayden Hurst, which I think was a great, great move. And then they didn't draft a second running back or a wide receiver. So the big winners to me are Todd Gurley and Calvin Ridley. Um, they're going to lean on Gurley. It's a, he basically has no competition. It's a one-year deal. And Calvin Ridley should be this year's Chris Godwin uh, from like last year. How I think he's just going, there's a lot of vacated targets gone there in Atlanta. And he's a very, very talented wideout. So I see God, um, Calvin Ridley just shooting up, getting a lot more targets. And let's go over the depth chart. So quarterback is Matt Ryan. The running backs are Todd Gurley and Ito Smith. Gurley's the main running back there. Don't need to worry about Ito. The wideouts are Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I think those two are going to be 1A, 1B. And then the tight end is Hayden Hurst, who's coming over from Baltimore. Uh, it's his third or fourth year, I believe. And he was a first-round draft pick. Um, but, you know, new team. I don't know if he's going to be able to get the system down as quick as everybody's hoping him to. All right, so let's talk about Matt Ryan. I got him ranked as my quarterback number nine right now, and I have him down for 425 completions for 4,898 yards, 30 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 141 rushing yards, and one rushing touchdown for a total of 315 points, so not bad. Uh, Todd Gurley, I have him as ranked as my running back 19, so nothing too fancy. I have him down for 254 rushes for 1,039 yards, 11 rushing touchdowns, 63 receptions for 494 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown for 255 points. He would be a great flex or an RB2 on your team. Um, I think they will, like I said, I think they're going to lean on him a lot, so he should be very consistent week to week. Um, his backup is going to be Ito Smith. I have him ranked as running back 67. Got him down for like 78 rushes, 320 yards, two rushing touchdowns, 
25 receptions for 150 uh, receiving yards for about 70 points. Don't need to worry about him. Uh, next is Julio Jones. I have him as my wide receiver number three. I have him down for 95 receptions for 1,449 receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns. He never really seems to get more than that, and that puts him at about 228 points. Uh, his counterpart, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver 15. I have him ranked there. I like him a lot. Uh, I know a lot of people have him a little bit lower on their rankings. I have him down for 90 receptions, so pretty close to what Julio does. Only 1,215 receiving yards, but eight touchdowns. So less yards, but more touchdowns, and he's at 220 points. So very, very close to Julio. So basically, in your draft, if you if you go RB first, I think you can grab Calvin Ridley in the third round, and he should have similar numbers to what Julio does. So no-brainer there, in my opinion. Go running back and then take Calvin Ridley. Uh, the tight end, Hayden Hurst, I have him as my tight end 13 right now. I have him down for 63 receptions for 758 receiving yards, four touchdowns for about 131 points. So not bad. Kind of in that low tight end 10 through 15 range who could, who's got some upside. So I don't hate Hurst. I like, I, I kind of like him quite a bit, but um, again, he's new system. It, does usually doesn't work that first year there. So next year, we should be a lot higher on Hayden Hurst. And the Carolina Panthers come in next. They um, they focused on defense in the draft, and they didn't even touch the offense at all. Uh, they let Cam Newton go, and they bring in Teddy Bridgewater. And they also signed wide receiver Robbie Anderson in free agency. Uh, they gave McCaffrey a huge contract extension. Well, not huge. Four years. But they made him the highest paid running back in the NFL. We know what this team looks like as far as the depth chart goes, um, which we'll run over real quick. His quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater. Running back is Christian McCaffrey. His backup is Reggie Bonifon. And the wideouts are DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson. And the tight end is Ian Thomas. They let um, Greg Olson go. He's now up in Seattle. Um, so, like I said, we kind of know the depth chart. It's very, very similar to what last year was. But we don't really know what they're going to look like with their new head coach, Matt Rule, and what kind of offense he does. How good can Teddy Bridgewater really be? Will he be the same quarterback he was in Minnesota, which is like that safe quarterback who doesn't take many deep shots? Or will he be something else? Will Matt Rule encourage him to throw the ball deeper with with some of these amazing uh, receivers who can go deep? Um, so, you know, kind of remains to be seen here. All right, so Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback. I got him ranked as quarterback number 25. I have him down for 358 completions for 3,729 yards, 21 uh, touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Got him rushing a little bit, not much, about 118 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns for about 240 points. So kind of right there in that middle of the ho-hum quarterback range. And then next we got Christian McCaffrey. I got him as my RB number one. Probably the number one overall player to be drafted this year. And I got him doing exactly what he's done the last three years or last two years. So it'll be a third year again. It is 286 rushes for 1,399 rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns, 124 receptions. Yes, another uh, year of 100 plus receptions for 1,025 receiving yards, three receiving touchdowns for 378 points. That's a lot of points. 
So I, I expect them to lean very heavily on him uh, again this year. And then his backup, Reggie Bonifon, <clears throat> not really fantasy relevant. RB79 is my rank. 47 rushing uh, rushing attempts for 250 rushing yards, two touchdowns. 11 receptions for 100 receiving yards for like 53 points. Nothing fancy. Uh, Whiteouts. The top two you know, whiteouts that put up the most points I got is DJ Moore. I got him ranked as my wide receiver 10 right now. I like him a lot this year. I think he'll that do that level jump um similar to calvin ridley uh we kind of saw it last year a little bit so i have him down for 84 receptions for 1178 receiving yards six touchdowns not that much touchdowns i I would love to see eight or nine but i I don't know if they can do that uh and that puts him at about 205 points so not bad curtis samuel i have him as my like wide receiver 57 Got him for 21 rushes for 189 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. Um, they do use him like Debo Samuel. Um, got him for 44 receptions for 500 receiving yards, five receiving touchdowns, and that puts him at about 125 points. Um, I also have Robbie Anderson at about 90 points, so a little bit less than Samuel there. And then tight end Ian Thomas, got him as my tight end 30, not expecting much from him. It's 40 receptions. About 350 receiving yards, four touchdowns for about 80 points. All right, the New Orleans Saints, they're next. And they only had four draft picks. And they took a center with their very first pick, which kind of was shocking. Um, Not much really to say here. Oh, right. They signed wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders in free agency, which I think is really going to help out the team, like, football-wise. Not really going to be a enough of a fantasy value in my opinion um i expect this team to look very very similar to the last few years a higher powered offense a solid defense and somehow they'll find a way to lose in the playoffs (laughs) sorry saints fans (laughs) that was rough that that was mean all right the depth chart pretty similar quarterback is drew Brees. running back is alvin kamara and latavius murray wideouts are michael thomas and emmanuel sanders and the tight end is still jared cook all right, so I got Breeze. He is my ranked at my quarterback 11. I got him down for 411 completions for 4,475 yards, 35 passing touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and he's going to dabble in the rushing a little bit, 34 rushing yards, 1 rushing touchdown. That puts him at 315 points. So I like Breeze a lot. I think he'll do similar to what he did last year. He'll be consistent. Um, and if he's there as a late-round quarterback, cool. I'll go with him as well. Next is running back Alvin Kamara. I got him ranked as my running back four. I got him down for 194 rushes for 968 yards, eight rushing touchdowns. But here he goes. He finally beats that 81 reception mark, and he gets 93 receptions for 793 receiving yards and three receiving touchdowns. That puts him at 284 points. He finally gets the touchdowns, the rushing touchdowns back in order. Um, and then Latavius Murray, I have him, his backup there is ranked as running back 41 for 172 rushes, 722, uh, yards, five rushing touchdowns, 33 receptions for 224 receiving yards, one rushing or one receiving touchdown for about 150 points. I like Murray a lot. I would take him as like a flyer because if Kamara ever goes down, if he ever gets banged up. Murray, we saw it last year for like two games, was just, he was amazing. He was, what we, he probably was the running back one on the week, uh, both those weeks. So 
Next, uh, wideout, Michael Thomas, the number one receiver, probably about fourth or fifth overall ranked player right now. Um, I got him for 128 receptions for 1,493 receiving yards, nine touchdowns. That puts him at 267 points. And Emmanuel Sanders is ranked at wide receiver 40. I like him to get about 65 receptions for 848 receiving yards, five receiving touchdowns for about 150 points. So he might he could be flex worthy, you know, if you if one of your main guys is on a bye week or something like that. And then Jared Cook, I got him as my tight end number six. Got him down for 35 receptions, not many, um, 512 receiving yards, seven touchdowns. That's where he makes his his mark is he gets the touchdowns to, to really help you out in that tight end position, and that's about 110 points. And then last but least, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they draft a running back, Keyshawn Vaughn, in the third. They go offensive line in the first, which will help out their new quarterback, Thomas Brady, and they also bring in Rob Gronkowski. Uh, this team is going to have a very solid offense. I believe Brady has something to prove, which is he's not a product of Uncle Bill. I like Vaughn. This is a great landing spot for him. Um, only problem is it's Bruce Arians, who does not play his rookie running backs. Um, like hardly ever. Uh, look at what he was when he was in Arizona. He drafted David Johnson. Look at what David Johnson did in Arians' system. It was amazing. But that first year, he just did not play him. He played Chris um, Chris Johnson over him. And it was very frustrating because you could see Chris Johnson was not anything of, him, of his old self. And you could easily see that David Johnson was the better running back. And it took forever for him to finally get on the field. I have the same feeling that's going to happen here with Keyshawn Vaughn. So I like Vaughn a lot. I like his talent. I like his landing spot. I like his situation. It's just not going to happen the first half of this year. So know that going in. Don't overdraft him. I believe Godwin will supplant Mike Evans as the number one wide out there in Tampa Bay. He kind of did that last year. And I don't think Gronkowski will be Gronk. Um, He will have several good games, but he's not going to be consistent enough. And, you know, I'm not going to draft him based off of his name. So, uh, let's go over the depth chart. Tom Brady is the quarterback there. Ronald Jones is the number one running back, in my opinion. Keyshawn Vaughn is the backup. Uh, Wideouts are Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, kind of 1A, 1B. And then the tight end is Rob Gronkowski. Um, so Tom Brady, I have his ranked as my quarterback 12. <laughs> kind of interesting how uh, TB12 gets ranked there at 12. So I got him as 396 completions for 4,500 yards, 33 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 30 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown for about 305 points. Um, that's pretty conservative there. I think Brady could do even better. Um, so if he's available there, late round quarterback, I'll take him. And uh, let's talk the running back. So Ronald Jones I have ranked as my RB28. Keyshawn Vaughn I have ranked as my RB42. Um, I think they're going to kind of split carries quite a bit. So I got Jones. At 220 rushes for 946 yards, 6 rushing touchdowns, 38 receptions for 344 receiving yards, no touchdowns, uh, no receiving touchdowns, 180 points. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, running back 42, like I said, 140 rushes. So not that many rushes because, right, like what I said, is he's not going to get a lot of playing time at the beginning. 
Uh, so about 644 yards rushing, not many touchdowns, only two touchdowns, 22 receptions for 184 yards, one receiving touchdown for about 110 points. Um, so again, I like him more next year than I do this year. Let's talk the wideouts. Uh, Chris Godwin, I got ranked as wide receiver six. Mike Evans is wide receiver 12. Uh, Godwin, I got down for 35, not 35, 75 receptions for 1,132 receiving yards and eight touchdowns for 198 points. Evans, who was that wide receiver 12, I got him for 65 receptions, so a little bit less, but 1,066 receiving yards, eight receiving touchdowns for 186 points. And then Gronk, I got him as my tight end 14. Again, I'm not going to take him off of his name. I'm going to draft him in my you know, tight end 6, 7, 8, 9. No, not going to do it. Uh, I got him down for 52 receptions for 790 yards, four touchdowns, which is not bad. That puts him at about 130 points for the year. That's going to kind of wrap it up for today. So I want to say thank you for listening to the show. The next show we got, we're going to break down the NFC North. Uh, I want to wish everyone a happy fourth again. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review really helps us out. Visit the site fantasyknockout.com. All right. Till next time. See ya.